When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20, the 10, the 5. Touchdown. Two minutes. That was Sauce Gardner coming in hot. Garrett Wilson, here he goes. Goodbye and hello, Enzo. And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess, Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And with the heroics of Bam Knight in his first NFL game this past Sunday against the Chicago Bears, I wanted to learn more about the Jets' undrafted rookie out of NC State. So I decided to go and find somebody who knows quite a bit about him. He covered Bam Knight at NC State. He also covers Duke basketball, so he's got his hands full 24-7, 365. Glad he could take a few minutes out of his busy schedule to join me. David Thompson of the USA Today Networks. David, thanks so much for coming on, man. Hey, I appreciate you having me, Scott. David, as we know, Zonovan Knight is well known for his nickname, Bam. And that's a nickname he got as a toddler when he'd be playing in his playpen. He had a whole bunch of toys. His uncle and his mother would be next door. And his uncle said they'd be listening and all they would hear is Bam, 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 Bam. So they started calling him Bam Bam. That eventually got shortened to Bam when he began playing peewee football. He joked that he thinks not only was he called Bam because it was a cool nickname, but also because his teammates probably thought it was easier than calling 
calling him Zonovan. And it's been a fascinating journey for him from that point all the way to now when he's a member of the New York Jets. And we're going to tell his story up to now. But I want to begin by asking you about how Zonovan Knight ended up at NC State because he initially committed to Duke and then changed his mind and wound up going to NC State instead. You're in a unique position in that you cover Duke basketball. You don't cover Duke football, but still you cover a sport at Duke, and you also cover football at NC State, so you've got your foot in both worlds there. Tell me what you remember about Bam Knight initially committing to Duke and then eventually changing his mind and winding up at NC State instead. There was a big movement within that class of, of 2019 to really kind of form a bond with some of these in-state guys. Um, and I think Zonovan Knight was sort of, um, he was late recruited by NC State. He had committed to Duke, but NC State didn't give up on him. And then I think he saw some of the other in-state guys who were coming in. Those guys, you know, along with Dave Dorn and company, really pushed um, to be like, hey, this could be something special. Let's be a part of this. And I think they got they got him to flip from what I remember. Um, and and I also think with him looking at the running game where he was going to play or where he was going to play early, where he could contribute, I think NC State ended up being uh, the right home for him. And I, it was a big moment for Dave Dorn as a recruiter. You know, he's been there now for 10 years and really his reputation, the first view was that he didn't connect well with high school coaches, didn't quite understand how to do things. And this was one of the first years where he really started um, flipping guys and and Bam Knight was a big part of that. So, um, you know, that was kind of a key moment to what has become a pretty successful few years uh, for Dorn and, and NC State. And, and it really did start with Bam Knight. Knight had no shortage of offers, by the way. He had offers from UNC Charlotte, East Carolina, Duke, as we talked about, Wake Forest, Maryland, Old Dominion, Louisville, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, Boston College, Michigan, UNC, Purdue, Virginia Tech, Appalachian State, Vanderbilt, South Carolina, and of course, NC State. And what was interesting to me about this is that the high school that Bam Knight went to is a high school that is also known for a superstar NFL player beyond just Bam Knight. Bam Knight obviously went on to be an excellent college player. We'll see how his pro career goes. But Julius Peppers went to that same high school as Bam Knight. We're going to come back to that in a bit because there was something that happened during Bam Knight's experience in school that really drove him to dominate and put all his eggs into the basket of trying to get into the NFL. And it does involve Julius Peppers, so we'll come back to that. But first, I want to talk about the fact that Bam Knight committed to Duke and his high school coach had told him, don't rush, take your time, commit when you're ready. And in fact, David Cutcliffe at Duke told him, I'm happy to have you, love to have you commit, but don't commit to me unless you know for sure you want to come to Duke. And one thing that I think played into him at first committing to Duke and then eventually changing his mind and going to NC State is that Bam Knight was raised by a single mother and he's got two brothers that are both in the military. So they're all away all the time. And it was very important for him to be close to his mother. So he wanted to stay local. Duke certainly would qualify there as well. NC State. So talk to me a little bit about Bam Knight's relationship there with his family ties and all of that because the fact that he wanted to stay so close and be around his mother suggests to me that he's got a very tight bond with her and also his two brothers who of course as we said are away in the military. Well right I mean I think you see that with any kind of single parent household is um, you know the the kids 
find themselves really obviously indebted to, um, you know, if it's the mom or the dad, the, the work ethic. I know I talked to him about, you know, just watching his mom work late, making sure there's food on the table, that kind of thing. And that really motivated, you know, he has his two brothers that are in the military, but for him, his outlet and, and where he was finding success was, was in football. And I think for him and, and a lot of dream that a, a lot of young, you know, kids have in North Carolina is that, okay, I can go make some real money. I can provide for her. I don't want her to work anymore. I want, you know, she sacrificed for me for 20 something years. I want to do the, I want to do the same thing for her. And I think we see that a, a lot in the way, how, how serious he took football and then also how he tried to make himself such a well-rounded football player, not just as a running back, but as a returner, he was going to do whatever he could do to get that NFL contract, to be on the field, to make a difference and make himself valuable. And, and I think he's done that. And, he talked a lot about watching that work ethic of his mom, you know, really motivate him and put things, I think, in perspective as well, that as hard as it gets on the football field, as competitive as it might be, you know, he's seen her go through much tougher things in life. So uh, I think he was obviously very inspired by that relationship. And, um, you know, I think he carries her with him and with everything that he does. His mother certainly motivates him, and so did one of his teachers in school, because when he was a student at Southern Nash High School, which is where he graduated from and then went on to, of course, be a star at NC State, he was asked during a class, as was everybody else in the class, what he wanted to be when he grew up, and he said he wanted to be a professional football player, and according to Bam Knight, the teacher said, you know, there's like a 1% chance that's going to happen. Bam Knight said his response was Julius Peppers went to this high school and he became a star in the NFL. So why can't I? I felt like he was trying to downplay my dream in front of the class. From that point on, that was a motivating factor for me. So Bam Knight is a guy who, in addition to having that natural ability, has a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's able to take slights like that and turn into production on the football field, which I think is important. And I think it also is what helped drive him as a guy who is an undrafted free agent to get to an active roster spot. And we're going to get into that a little bit more later. But David, that is something that I'm sure you saw quite a bit of at NC State, that tenacity, that inability to take no for an answer. Sure. I think uh, if you watch the way he runs too, um, you know, he doesn't go down easy. Um, he's good at finding alternative routes. You know, he doesn't take the first thing that he sees and goes with it. Um, and, you know, maybe that is something that he holds on. I, I doubt that he's at his locker room, uh, you know, he's locker before every game, you know, thinking about what his high school teacher said. But maybe, I mean, I, I think when you look at a player as a whole, there are lots of little things that you can pick that creates the person that you see. I mean, I guess you can say that about everyone in their life. So, I, I think he he does run and play, um, you know, with that kind of motivation, like, you know, like he's got something to prove. And and he does. I mean, he he barely made we know that he barely made this roster, but he had to do a lot to prove himself. And he's done that. And I, I think that's a, a huge accomplishment uh, for him. And as someone who covered him for a few years in college and, you know, you're, you're, you're proud of these guys. I don't really root for people specifically or teams, but it's hard not to root for for players and people and their stories. And, and he's one of those guys where you just want to see him go do big things. David, personality-wise, he's been described as a yes, sir, no, ma'am kind of guy. Would you say that's a fair description? Yeah, you know, I would say he was fairly reserved and quiet. Um, I'm lucky in my beat where I get a lot of one-on-one time with guys. I didn't actually get that with him. Um but in our media availability and post-game stuff, you know, he wasn't not the most boisterous guy, uh, but he was also, you know, I would say 
a little hard nosed, uh, you know, a little dry, just kind of, you know, by the numbers, by the book. You know, I, I don't know if we ever really got to see him completely peel away that personality, but I think when he gets into that sort of game mode, you know, it's not about making people laugh or whatever, you know, he's just answering those questions, moving on to the next thing. But yeah, I mean, he was just a really respectful young man who, you know, appreciated the situation that he was in and, and appreciated his opportunities. An electric talent on the football field too, David. Two times All-ACC. He's the NC State all-time leader in rushing yards. And of course, boy, is he special when it comes to returns. Now, the Jets do have one of the best return men in the NFL in Braxton Berrios. He was an all-pro last season, but you can never have enough good return options. Plus, of course, you know the situation with injuries, so it's always good to have depth there. But also, the other thing is Braxton Berrios is not typically a super explosive return man. He's a guy that's just consistently very good. He did have one kick return for a touchdown last year, but for the most part, he's just a guy that is able to get pretty good positioning on the football field off of a return. Bam Knight's the kind of guy where if he touches the ball on a kick return, he very well could go all the way or at least a very long distance. We saw that in the preseason. So talk a little bit about the Bam Knight experience, watching him up close at NC State, both as a running back and as a kick returner. Well, yeah, I think you nailed it. He is one of those guys. He has an explosive ability ability to to get loose. Um, I think running backs always make really good return men um, just as far as being able to read the field, read the blockers, see where things are going, have enough elusiveness and moves to kind of get into open space. Uh, he does that really well. And and even more so last year, I think it, that was knowing, I think he knew in the back of his head that this was going to be his last year and to make an NFL roster, he was going to have to be special on special teams. And he had back-to-back games with returns for a touchdown was ACC return of the week back-to-back. And really on both of these returns, you get to see kind of, you know, all of his abilities on display, the speed burst, uh, the maneuverability, the balance. Um, He really is kind of the full package when it, when it comes to that. And also someone who, you know, doesn't put the the ball on the ground very often. I, I think one of the things that's overlooked about him is, he spent most of his career splitting carries. He averaged 11 rushes per game his entire career when you kind of sum up all the numbers. So this is a guy, you know, who's relatively fresh when it comes to hits and carries on a college level. So I think, you know, his durability, um, I, I think, you know, there's a reason people don't draft running backs as high as they used to. There's always that worry about durability. There's always that worry about injury. And he's a guy who hasn't taken as many hits as maybe some of his counterparts. And I think that's something that will be a benefit to him as he, you know, tries to string together an NFL career. Thanks for listening to Play Like a Jet. Just want to remind you that over at prizepicks.com, you can participate in their daily fantasy matchups against their prize picks player projections. You can do it on prizepicks.com or the prize picks app. I do it every single week. Unfortunately, this past week, I thought Michael Carter was going to beat his prize picks player projection. He didn't. I didn't think the receivers would because I didn't know what to expect from Mike White. I should have known better than that because Garrett Wilson had a huge day, easily beat his prize picks player projection of 54. I think I'm going to take Garrett Wilson this week. I may take Elijah Moore too. When you pick two to six players over at prizepicks.com, 
and you put in your first deposit of up to $100, Price Picks will match your $100, and you can win up to 25 times the amount of money you put in. You don't play against anybody else, just the Price Picks player projection. You can do football, basketball, baseball, hockey, anything you want. It's all at prizepicks.com or the Price Picks app. When you sign up, just use the promo code PLAJ and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. Again, sign up at prizepicks.com or on the PrizePix app. Use the promo code PLAJ and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. David, Bam Knight had a year of eligibility left. He could have stayed and tried to maybe improve his draft stock. Why do you think he decided to leave a year early? If I remember correctly, you know, he was projected as like a fifth, sixth round guy. I, I think he definitely believed he was going to hear his name called. I, mm. I know it was a bit of a dis- disappointment for him uh, to, to be undrafted, but I think he just knew it was time. I, I think he had done what he needed to do at NC State to prove that he could be an NFL commodity. And I don't know if coming back uh, was going to do much for him. And, and, you know, we talked about the relationship with his mother coming from a place where money, you know, didn't exactly grow on trees. So I think the opportunity to make some real cash and be able to really start, you know, paying back his mom, I think that that call is is a lot for any player to deny and someone in his situation, I think it was kind of a no brainer. Speaking of draft night, I want to talk about that a little bit because you have an interesting story about your own interaction with Bam Knight around the draft. Could you talk about that a little bit, please? Sure. My plan was to go visit his family and hang out during draft draft night. Um, I guess it would have been day two or day three 
and you know they were going to have a party the, the brothers were there and all that and uh the night before uh, i guess it was after round two i was i was you know just about to leave home and head there and he sent me a long text message thanking me for wanting to come out and tell a story but he just you know he i don't know if he had a bad feeling in his gut but he he just really wanted to have that moment with with just his family but he was i he really kind of conveyed the fear of not being drafted and not really wanting ha to, you know, have that moment highlighted. That's my job, right, is to report what's happening. And I think he was, you know, had the feeling that it could be a potentially, you know, dark night for him. Um, and so he sort of uninvited me, but in a very, very sweet way. You know, he wasn't like, we don't want you here. And his mom was apologetic. And, and I completely understood, you know, as much as I wanted to be there and tell that story, that's such a, you know, a personal moment and something he had worked for so long. And, you know, if I don't want to do something where someone's not comfortable, but I think it was interesting that sort of midway through the draft, he understood that his route to the NFL was going to be a little different. Um, and I'm sure as we, you talked about with the high school coach and, or the high school teacher and, you know, things with his mom, there are little things that have motivated him along the way. And, and I think being overlooked by every team um, until the jets picked him up, uh, you know, it's, it's just an extra incentive there, an extra part of his story. How was Bam Knight's relationship with his coaches and his teammates? I know he wasn't a big talker, but was he seen as sort of a quiet leader in the locker room? If an NFL team called Dave Dorn in the later rounds of the draft and said, hey, we've got a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick, we're thinking of using it on Bam Knight, would Dave Dorn have given Bam Knight a strong recommendation? You know, I really can't speak too much about his relationship with Coach Dorn. I'm, I, I'm sure they were close. Um, I, I think, you know, probably with uh, their running backs coach, uh, we're probably like a, a little closer, um, which I think sort of just happens naturally. But I, Dave Dorn is never going to tell a NFL scout not to pick one of his guys. I mean, he he believes in everyone he puts on the field and, you know, they're not going to be there if, if he doesn't want them. So, um, you know, I Bam, Bam was definitely – I don't know if you, I don't, you know, I don't really know. I don't know if you, I would call him uh, like a leader in the locker room, but he's definitely someone who uh, in, inspires through his play. I don't think he was getting up on the bench and, and giving big speeches or anything like that, but he was someone who was consistent and, you know, that's kind of what they needed at that position. David, we talked about the draft and how you ended up not going to cover the story because he was afraid that he might not get drafted. As somebody who covered Bam Knight and who obviously has some knowledge about the players that are in the draft, especially in that Carolina region, how surprised were you that Bam Knight ended up not getting drafted? Well, you know, after talking with him, I was less surprised because I feel like he, you know, sort of gave me a sneak peek into what he was thinking and hearing. Um but I, yeah, I was a little surprised. I mean, obviously we had Akeem Ekwanu, who's number six overall pick with Carolina Panthers, and that was kind of the guy we knew. But um, I, I think there's really there's there's nothing that can replace hearing your name called on draft day. But I think the difference between a six round pick and an undrafted free agent, they kind of are fitted with the same task and are asked to do a lot of the same things and have the same uh, doubts going into training camp. So I don't think it, I don't think it really changed his trajectory much, but if anything, maybe inspired a little bit more, but you know, I was surprised. I thought with 
his abilities and what he's able to do as a pass catcher, a special teams, I would have thought maybe he filled that need, but you know, there's so many good running backs that, you know, and, and so many ways to fit those guys in that it is sort of understandable when a lot of these guys get undrafted. Cause you're like, Hey, listen, we're filling in a left tackle or what, a, you know, like these other positions that we need where we know we can bring you in and, and, and test you out. So, which is what obviously happened. And, he was successful, so it's just great for him. David, how surprised were you that Bam Knight not only stuck around with the Jets this long, but actually got an opportunity to play? And also, before we started recording, you told me something that Bam Knight had said that ended up being very prophetic in terms of his opportunity to potentially make an NFL roster. Can you share that, please? Well, to, to answer the, the later part of your question, you know, at, we talked to him a bunch after his back-to-back returns for a touchdown and and kind of him developing that portion of the game. And he, he said to us point blank, if I'm going to make an NFL roster, it, a lot of it's going to have to do with what I am as a returner. And, and like I said, it was a very prophetic thing because I do think that's probably a big reason why he made that uh, the Jets roster and why he's, um, you know, been successful. And I, I don't, I can't say I was really surprised. And obviously you and your listeners have a much better feel of the Jets roster. I, I don't, I can't say I know. I, I obviously follow the NFL. I'm a big fan, but I can't, couldn't go into the inner workings of the Jets running back room. But I'm not surprised that someone with his abilities, his background, his work ethic, and his sort of intangibles for the game, his knowledge, his work ethic, I, I, I'm not surprised at all that he found his way in there. He's a, he's a val- he's been a valuable player everywhere he's gone. There's no reason that that wouldn't uh, bleed into the NFL. And uh, you know, I'm I know the Jets need playmakers, and he's a playmaker. David, we know that Joe Douglas and Robert Sala are looking to put together a locker room of players that are only interested in bringing positivity, that love football. And we know that Bam Knight is coming from living his entire life in North Carolina to the New York, New Jersey area. So far, it sounds like he's done well acclimating not just in the locker room, but to the geographical culture change as well, which we know not everybody is comfortable with. Over the long haul, do you think this will continue to go well? Do you think he and the Jets organization will continue to be a good fit for each other? I think he'll love it. I mean, some of these country kids, you know, it takes a little while to figure out the subway routes and, you know, which (laughs) slice, you know, someone's going to have to teach him how to fold his pizza and stuff like that. But um, I think I think he'll I think he'll do great. He's a guy who every single day is going to have to work to get onto the field to keep his job, to keep those paychecks coming. Uh, and I, I think those are the guys who end up in small ways contributing to big successes on teams. And, and he, it's what he did in a bigger way at NC state. And I think he'll have a few, uh, you know, defining moments, uh, you know, when he gets the ball, I think something special could definitely happen. Um, you know, he could be a, a, a commodity, a weapon for, for the jets. And I think he'll fit in great with the culture. I think he'll love it. I hereby volunteer to show Bam Knight how to fold his pizza here in New York. So, Bam, if you're listening to this, just hit me up and I'll show you how to fold the pizza properly. David Thompson, who covers NC State football and Duke basketball, very busy guy for USA Today Network. Thank you so much for coming on and talking about Bam Knight with me. Really appreciate it. For everybody that wants to check out your work, maybe follow you on social media, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at DaveTH89 or check out my work on USA Today or 
yeah, I think I think that just about covers it. Make sure that you follow David on Twitter and read his work over at USA Today. Also, make sure that you visit our website, playlikeajet.com, and go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. Watch our videos. Subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tee We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tee public.com and be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on itunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with victoria cash Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.